If you want to be better tomorrow than you are today, you found the right podcast. We'll help you choose to be more positive, live more passionately, and be present in the moment. Welcome to the Passion by Choice podcast with your hosts, Dave and Denise. Hey, everyone. Happy that you could join us today for episode number six of our Passion by Choice podcast. I am Dave, here as always with Denise. And the title for today's episode is How to Be Present in the Moment. It's so important living in the present. Some people, I find, have an easier time with this concept, whereas others can really struggle with it. And I think it has a lot to do with different personalities. Um, I think that it can have to do with if you've practiced it, if, if that makes any sense for any amount of time in your life. Um, and it's an interesting concept to think, is it a learned behavior? Cause I do, I think it's kind of a behavior. Uh, it's definitely something that I think takes work, takes practice. And I think Dave, I can safely say that I have a little bit of an easier time with it where you tend to struggle with it a little bit more. Absolutely. It's one of those things that I've really had to try to be very conscious about my whole life. And I don't always do a great job. So let me just give you kind of a glimpse into, into like maybe a normal daily life and, and maybe a glimpse into my life as well and why this can be a little bit of a challenge. So your alarm goes off, you wake up. It's time do you to get hit moving. snooze at all? I, I hit snooze one time, five minutes uh-huh. snooze and then get up because snooze is a thing that wastes away everyone's goals. I'm proud of you for right. that. You used to be like a habitual snoozer oh boy. and I'd have to hit you, you oh know, boy. if you were getting up for an appointment or something before me. Seriously, like five, five snoozes plus a oh, second alarm. You guys now, don't even know. Yeah. Now it's, it's one snooze and I'm up nice. five minutes snooze and I'm up. Okay. So when we talk about, you know, getting up in the morning, then you got to get moving. And I don't know about you guys, but as soon as I'm up, my brain is engaged and I'm going and I'm moving and I'm thinking about different things and I need to get on with the day. So, you know, maybe you go out you have a cup of coffee, you head to the gym, you eat breakfast, you go to work, you look at your emails, you make phone calls, you put out fires, you help people, you, you help coordinate things. You do it every day at work. Work's over with. Maybe you had to coordinate getting a kid or two to a different practice or or a play or an event, something like that. Maybe you need to talk to a friend or two about something. Time for dinner. Maybe you're cooking. Maybe you're going out, whatever that process may be. And then you get into your, quote, relaxing time. Well, here's a problem, especially with me. And, and I know of several people who have similar personalities to me, is our minds don't turn off during that whole process. I miss half of what is going on because I'm just distracted thinking about the next thing. And the frustrating part is it's not because whatever is going on isn't important. It's not, you know, maybe if I'm talking to someone, it's not that they're not important or I'm not involved in the conversation. It's my mind won't shut off and I can't stop thinking what is next, what's coming next, what do I need to do, what is 10 minutes from now, an hour from now, three hours from now, tomorrow, and three days from now. I just can't stop it. So I miss a lot of that. Then you add in things, you add in phones, you add in having to have that normal conversation with people throughout the day. And, and it's just, things can just be distracting, overwhelming, and it leads us to not be present, leads me to not be present and honestly miss out on a bit of my life. 
And it's very, very frustrating. And if I didn't think about it, and if I wasn't aware of what is going on, I'd miss out on three quarters of my life. So I'm curious, like Denise said, that you know everyone is wired differently. Some people have an easier time with being present and some people don't. But maybe everyone has a little bit different meaning of what being present means. So Denise, being present, what does that mean to you? Yeah. Before I dive into that, I have a question based off of what you were saying, just to maybe capture the the thoughts of listeners out there too. Have you always felt that way, that it's difficult, that you feel distracted? Or was there a pivotal time in your life that you feel that started? Hmm. That's a good question. haven't really thought of that. You know, I I guess I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur in that my brain really doesn't stop when it comes to to business stuff. Um, So I really think once once my career started to shift into needing to be an entrepreneur and not having maybe that set paycheck because I either had zeros in my bank account because of what I did or what I didn't do, and it wasn't I just got paid every two weeks, I think that – thinking back, maybe kind of kicked my mind into overdrive and it hasn't stopped. Okay. Interesting. Um, when you ask me, what does being present mean to me? You know, I think of a few things. Um, I think just overall being focused and aware of what you're doing in that moment, not just that day, but that moment, not thinking of yesterday, not thinking about what's going to happen later that day or tomorrow, but really thinking about where you are right in that moment and being focused and aware on, on whatever it is you're doing. And, and which just leads into just having that ultimate attention towards that, paying attention to what you are doing or what is happening around you. Um, yeah, I think that about sums it up. I think really, I'd love to dive in and talk about things that one can do to help them be more present. And I think more more things, um, more ideas of what being present means to me will kind of happen when we talk about those. Yeah. So things to help people be more present. I think I think there needs to be a delineation between work and normal family life. And now I realize that the pot is now calling the kettle black because I just told you that I can't shut off my mind. (laughs) And so, I mean, it it truly is something that I struggle with, but this is probably the number one thing that I'm trying to be intentional about. And I have for a long time, and I've largely found success with this is really segregating work and family life. So for instance, when I came into the mortgage business, I had so many realtors and so many other mortgage professionals tell me, Dave, you're never going to make it in this industry with that voicemail on your phone. Here's the thing. From a long time ago, I decided that my family, Denise and our son, Kellen, and our friends and our animals, that is more important to me than any job out there. I'm smart enough. I can make a living doing something, but my family is something I can never get back if I lose it. So that's always been most important to me. So what I did is on my work or on my voicemail that is on my personal cell phone, it says this. You know, you've reached Dave at Montana Family Mortgage, yada, yada. If this is Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m., I'm in a meeting, please leave a message. However, if it is outside of those business hours or if it is a weekend, that is my designated family time, and I will return your phone call the next business day. If this is an emergency, please text me. 
I had so many people tell me that I will fail with that. Fast forward a couple of years and I have so many people tell me, I wish I had the courage to have that voicemail. I wish I had that voicemail. And guess what? You can just record it. You do get a lot of compliments on that. Um, Quick little tidbit of humor, work versus family life. So in our previous business, um, we went through kind of like a a couple's coaching kind of uh, therapy session, so to speak, uh, because a lot of us working together were husband-wife teams. And so, Dave, is that where you kind of came up with like work-wife and family-wife? That is that that is very true, and, and a, she, she says that that's actually a topic for another podcast. I but think so. I have like a work wife and a family wife, and they're the same person, and it doesn't always work. And more, I didn't know I was so many people, but more, I am. More on a later episode. All right. So I like the idea of a phone basket. You have a basket can be a decorative one sitting up on your counter, wherever it might be in your house, and you designate a time every evening or weekends where everybody puts their devices into that basket, phones, tablets, what have you. And that is so that those items are not a distraction to anyone in the family and you can get together and just spend good quality focused time together. Perfect. How about eye contact and just actively listening to people and making sure that you are paying attention to them as they speak? I know that sounds silly, but just practice active listening. Yeah, that's a big one. I feel like a lot of people are actually lacking on that. Sometimes you have to slow down, slow your brain down and and have that engagement with the other person. Um, and you might have to put in some gentle reminders uh, and remind them, hey, I, I want to really, this, um, this conversation's important to me. That, those help a lot, especially when you don't intend to not be present. Those little gentle reminders from a loved one can really help. You know, the thing that I think that we also need to constantly remember is that we need to try to reflect on the day that just passed and acknowledge whatever happened and just try to be better tomorrow. And that helps us be present as well. Yeah. And along with that will be as you're reflecting on that day, finding something to be thankful for from the day. For sure. Guys, remember time is relentless. I mean, we only get in a certain amount of time on this planet. So remember the important things in life, birthdays, holidays, kids, sporting events, plays, brunch with your mom, those little things, those little intangible moments that make life so special. You're never going to reach a point where you're going to look back and think, man, I wish I didn't spend as much time with my family or my friends, but you probably will look back and think, ah, I wish I wasn't staying late every day at work and things like that. So focus on being present, focus on what is going on, pay attention to those people that are important to you. Well, let's move into what we're thankful for. Um, Dave, you take it away first. You know, I am thankful for friends. I find that later on in life, I only have a couple really good friends, but man, you, sur- you surround yourself with good people and it's absolutely invaluable. Yeah. I'm thankful for our dogs um, and just animals in general, but our dogs, Goose and Jack Sparrow, they are uh, happy to see me all of the time and give me that warm greeting that just makes me smile. That is always fun. Okay, guys, your end of episode quote, yesterday's the past, tomorrow's the future, but today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. 
All right, remember to subscribe. You can go to our Facebook at Passion by Choice or our website, passionbychoice.com, where you can reach all of the episodes, learn about our coaching, etc. Next episode, so on Monday, we're going to be talking about how the weather can affect your mood and what to do about it. So I want to thank you guys so much for listening. We can't wait to have you join us next time. And we hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.